0: We play the
1: star-studded game, where knowledge is king and lady luck is free. Live from the 8-Bit Studio in Brisbane, Australia, it's the Internet's most exciting half-hour of video game trivia. Welcome to the Hungry Game Show. And now, your humble host, Brandon White. Thank you for that fantastic introduction, Chuck Fresh, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Hungry Game Show, a podcast testing some of the best and brightest minds within the video game community about their favorite game. And on this, the 11th episode of The Hungry Game Show, our battle takes us to Valeria, a land overridden with warfare that has spanned decades, a land that's hopes rests on the, man, on the shoulders of one young man, very similar to this episode of The Hungry Game Show. The game was originally developed by Quest and later Square Enix. It was released in 1995 on the Super Famicom and eventually made its way to the PlayStation and PSP. We're talking about the little ditty known as Tactics Ogre Let Us Cling Together. And tonight's competitor needs little introduction, but we are going to give him one anyway. He's one of the founding fathers of the Hungry Gamers, a drumming savant, undisputed king of the Dimple, and my brother from another mother, You can find him on them socials at Turbo and at Turbotactics underscore Reese Kirby, my friend. Welcome to the Hungry Game Show. How the bloody hell are you?
2: Wow, that's just about the nicest uh, intro. I didn't even get an intro at my wedding that good. That was uh...
1: (laughs) Blake. What are you doing? Come on now.
2: Oh man, that was that was very nice. Thank you, man. Yeah. Now you said the best and brightest minds. That's that's where you went wrong, my friend. I am not. I am not that guy. <laughs> I, I am the worst and dullest. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I'm doing good. Good to be here. Thanks for having me,
1: mate. It it has been far too long between drinks. I'm uh, very excited. And, and funnily enough, I think I'm a little bit nervous for the first time in years recording a podcast because it has been a while since we've a. Uh, jumped on the mics together and and captured some of that magic so i'm excited to to talk with you today and and riff about this game that truth be told i'd never heard of until i asked you about what game you wanted to cover on the episode and you went with tactics ogre let us cling together did you want to tell us a little bit about the game and and maybe your backstory and, and origins with uh with this title
2: yeah no no problem um If you've ever played a tactics game such as Final Fantasy Tactics or uh, Advance Wars or um, Valkyrie Profile or any of those kinds of games, um, you probably know Tactics Ogre because it was one of the original OG tactics games to come out to really boost the genre. Um, And it's still considered probably the best tactics game of all time. Next to Final Fantasy Tactics, they're always very neck and neck. Those two, um, but um, they had creators working in both games, so they were kind of very cross-functional in that sense. That they were, you know, developers going into into both worlds. But I played it uh, once when I was about uh, nineteen on PSP, and I've recently rediscovered a lot of tactics games just being in isolation and um, actually picked up a copy of Tactics Ogre on PSP, um, but I managed to get the special edition.
1: Ooh, I see that. Is that an original soundtrack and a little hard art book that comes along with that little yeah, gem? Yeah, so
2: it's the hard art book and the mini CD. Oh,
1: I forget that they were a thing.
2: The mini CD. Um, I don't know if you remember, you used to get the mini CD in the cornflakes that had Age of Empires 2 on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, those time. were far simpler and far better times <laughs> than what we live in today. But uh, that's a good find. Where did you find? Was that like a brand new find, or was it like in a secondhand store? Or Uh
2: that was a, that was an eBay find. I just kind of didn't want to go and and see what these games are worth, and be like, oh, I just really want to play it. And I'm not much of a, an emulator guy. Uh, I don't. I've, I tend to find if I have emulators and stuff, I'm like I just get overwhelmed with the amount of choice I have. So I'm kind of just like oh, I'm never going to play that. But if I buy the game, it's like got to finish the game because mm-hmm. I bought it. Um, I saw this on eBay and um, got it for a bit of a steal, um, and I was really happy with that pickup. And I've kind of just been buying tactics games ever since. And I've got like maybe twenty or thirty now um, as part of the um, the Instagram I'm running, Turbo Tactics. Um, Turbo Tactics
1: just... underscore. For those that want to check it out and give it a peep, it just celebrates
2: tactics games, strategy games, and uh, you know just showcases what these games are like, and also talks about new games that are coming out because there's a bit of a resurgence in the in the uh, in the in the platform and the in the genre. Um, there's been a lot of successful strategy games in the past couple of years, like XCOM and stuff, which have really revived that style of playing. So tactics games are kind of reentering the fold
1: you better give some respect to uh mario x rabbids right that's a that's a pretty hot yeah. and spicy tactics game too
2: oh no it is and honestly i always tell people how much i love that game it's such a great party game to play with people because i find that when you're playing mario kart you are kind of really just focused on the screen and you're like you know really trying to get the action out but when you're playing rabbids it's kind of like turn based so you can do a turn and gong grab a, a chunk of meat or a bag of Sprite or, you know, perhaps a, a single chive,
1: a few of my um, favorite things.
2: Yeah. You know, and eat it. But, um, I played it once when I was, was, yeah, when I was about 19 and then, yeah, picked it up recently and played it again. Um, and I've, so I've only done close to two playthroughs and there's like 15 different playthroughs you can do. So,
1: well, you're part way there. You're you're making your way downtown. You're uh you're nearly uh one fifth of the way. We don't want to sing too much, we don't want to get any copyright strikes. Um, I can't remember the lady that sung that song, but she was very ruthless was, on that piano. I,
2: Vanessa Carlton. I believe her name was uh Terry Cruz, wasn't Terry Crews. it? Um, yes.
1: Yeah. Dancing them pecs. All right, so so back to back to the task at hand. So uh, yes. obviously we're here to test your test your mental might about uh, Tactics Ogre, but uh, we're not going to take you into the battle alone. You do have two lifelines available, but bear in mind that using a lifeline is going to limit the amount of points you can potentially get per correct answer. So so the way THGS is broken up, we've got a first initial salvo of a host of multiple choice questions with an A, B, C or D answer. Every correct answer you get from those is two points. If you Mm -hmm. use a lifeline to get the correct answer, you're going to get a maximum of one point uh, and then we've got a rapid fire round where it's one point per correct answer. But if you do use a user lifeline in the rapid fire, you will still get that maximum one point. So <laughs> you can use them um, you know, both in multiple choice or hold them both to, to the end in the rapid fire, completely up to you. Those two lifelines, the first one is phone my friend. And that's where I'm going to call a random person within my contacts list for support and assistance. Support and or assistance obviously may vary. There's no guarantee they've played this game or a game in general. So it is a little bit of a crapshoot, but it's going to be very entertaining nonetheless. And the other uh, lifeline you have available is 50-50, fairly self-explanatory. It's going to remove two incorrect answers, increasing your chance of picking said correct answer from 25% up to 50%. If you do use 50-50 in the rapid fire, I'll maybe just give you a hint, like a strong hint, because we can't really cut the correct answer that's one in half. So that's how that's going to work. Um, have you got any questions, comments, concerns before we maybe jump into this episode and get to get this trivia jaunt underway? Um, no, look,
2: I just, I guess I'm going to say prepare to be disappointed. I, I am projecting a complete total failure. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I played this game twice and I've played it because it's a pretty intricate game, but I'm not. I don't have any faith in my ability.
1: <laughs> you don't have to worry too much. Like for for those listening, maybe yeah. first time or long time, it is more infotainment. We're like we're not going to get really really granular and ask about the amount of pixel movements to get from here to there. It's it's mostly a lot of top level stuff, so it's not going to okay. be too dense. So I think you're going to do well. Remember, you've got your two lifelines. You've got a maximum score of forty to achieve. So you want to score above twenty to get the pass mark. Uh, we'll talk about where people are in in the current standings uh maybe at the midway point of the episode but uh let's maybe get into this and we'll start it off with a bit of background tension question number one who is the primary protagonist in tactics ogre let us cling together A. uh yes Uh, you you can throw it at me now if you like but i'll I'll give you you the options
2: (laughs) i just wanted to say that usually the primary protagonist can be renamed but I'm just remembering. I do remember the original name. So continue. Please continue.
1: Okay. I like this. I like that I'm learning on the fly too. A. Pavel Nedved. B. Denim Jeans. C. Denim Pavel. Or D. Nedved Flanders. Who (laughs) is the primary protagonist that you will control in Tactics Ogre Let Us Cling Together?
2: Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing at all. Um, I'm going to go with C, which is Denim Pavel.
1: You're going to go with C, Denim Pavel. Let's consult the adjudicators here and see if you are correct. You are one from one, 100%. Uh, So based off that percentage, you are currently all-time leader on The Hungry Game Show, but sadly, Um, we've got more questions. Let's let's keep this rocking and rolling.
2: Can't just finish on a high.
1: We'll just cut the episode here, five seconds of silence. Yep. All right, another new episode right now all right question number two in order to bring freedom to the oppressed nation of valeria you must form an army what is that army known as in the game A
2: the knights oh shit! sorry i keep going to answer it but i keep I'm forgetting that you've got answers so off you go please you're just yeah.
1: you're just too confident you talk about mate. failing and you're just here dropping answers before <laughs> i even give you the options you have to
2: say that i need to reassess my tactics. Oh,
1: I might give you a half bonus point just for that little wit. So I got a half
2: bonus for you right ooh, here. Uh,
1: my goodness, it's a, it's a family show. But, well, we're doing it late. Maybe this is THG <laughs> nights. <Nice>. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. A, the Liberation Army. B, the Seven Nation Army. C, the Barmy Army. Or D, Army Hammer.
2: Okay. Read the first two for me again.
1: The Liberation Army? Yeah. And B, the Seven Nation Army. Gonna
2: go with the Seven Nation Army.
1: Is that your final answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> think, of, uh, think of what that could also allude to.
2: Because this is, this is another thing in the game. You have to rename the army at the start. So I'm like, I don't know it is the name. I just know it is the the crude dudes, which is what I call my army. <laughs> the crude um, dudes,
1: <laughs>
2: you know. Turbo's ten. Turbo's um, ten
1: and the crude dudes. It sounds like a, a pretty fantastic pub band right there.
2: <laughs> no. But uh,
1: speaking of bands, the Liberation Army and the Seven Nation Army.
2: Yeah, no, it's not It's not Seven Nation because there's, no, it's it's definitely, you're going to go with A. You're
1: going to go with A, Liberation go with a. Army? A.
2: Liberation Army.
1: Okay, let's consult the judges. That is correct.
2: Oh, yes, Chris Wiley. That is correct.
1: Hand. And I'm going to give you that extra half bonus point I told you about as well. So you're on four and a half points right now.
2: I'm getting inspiration over here, you know, D&D styles.
1: That's how we do. That's how we Probably. do. All right, question number three. Chronologically, what episode is "Let Us Cling Together" in the Tactics Ogre franchise? Oh. A, yeah, five, B, seven, C, nine, or D, the number twelve with extra sweet sauce. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go with seven, and I have a bit of trivia about
1: that okay well let's uh let's see if you're correct with the judges and then you can drop that truth bomb on me you are 100 percent correct it is b7 so give me give me that fact
2: uh so a bit of trivia is that they were actually doing this series in the same way that they were doing star wars so they're releasing uh five six seven with the hopes of doing uh, like one, two, three later on in the future. God. Um, but it just never, it never, never wound up that way. But yeah, technically, this is seven. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that would mean technically it's like three in real terms, but it's seven now.
2: Well, see, oh no, it's it'd actually, be two. no, I don't know. Well, it, there's actually m- like more to it because if you think about it, I mean, when you started the, the cast, you said it was, uh, Released in '95, but it actually wasn't released in '95. It was released in '93, um, and it was Ogre Battle: March of the Black Queen. Um, and then it got ported. It got moved up on, on to 1995 to Famicom, but that's for another time.
1: God, you are you are deep pulling over here. You know, I, yeah. I didn't didn't doubt you for a second. And I like that you've come in and you've set the expectations low. And then within three questions, you're just fisting everybody. You're just like, fucking get out of the way. I'm coming for the crown.
2: How do you think I I married my wife? I mean, (laughs) I definitely set the expectations low with that. I said, (laughs) maybe get ready for disappointment.
1: Shout out Um, Kitty Chan. I bet she's not disappointed any day of her life when she's with you, Turbo Curvo. years later, uh,
2: you know, we're... Living the dream, mate. Living the dream.
1: That's it. All right. Let's keep this dream going with question number four. Yeah. Which of these factions are not in the PSP version of the game? A, Bakram. B, Galgastan. C, Gojira. Or D, Zenobia.
2: Gonna go with uh, the famous metal band, Gojira. (laughs)
1: you and your musical knowledge. Let's just uh, consult the judges because I think we're pretty confident on this one. Mate, you are still batting 100. You were worried about pulling out after the first question, but we're four in and you're four for four. Okay, and for an extra bonus point, name the fourth faction that was not mentioned in the prior question. So I gave you Bakram, Galgastan and Zenobia. Which faction is not mentioned there? Uh.
2: You said you said Gargastan, right? I did.
1: It's at the other end of the alphabet.
2: Wallstanian?
1: I'll give you that, it's Walster. So I'll give you that, because it's pretty okay. close. And then yeah. depending on the version, I've noticed the naming convention and the wording changes slightly. So depending on which version you play, uh, Wallister can be something else. Both they're always starting with that W sound, but uh, the wording is different. So I've
2: got a I've got a Euro version, so it's like uh, yeah, converted in like it's. I think it could be German, but it's like got an English. Sort of, yeah, option in it, so it, it that might be the reason why. But you know, when you are, uh, you know, when you read words for like years and years and years, and mm-hmm. then someone says the word to you, and you're like, That's how you say that word, like with Hermione Granger, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, my out. head, my it always, Emma what's in,
2: <sighs> in my head, I, I always called her Hermoin. I, I don't know, <laughs> Hermoin. I don't know why I had... Or Hermione. Like,
1: Hermione Granger?
2: You know, I had this weird, like, dyslexic thing going on, but no. So that
1: was obviously, like, reading the books, you read it that way, but you weren't still thinking that, watching the movies and actually say her name. You're still not going, to No, no, because no, then obviously... Hermoid, when some, you idiots.
2: Harry. Someone else said it, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally how I say yeah. it. Um, and then, yeah, with Tactics Ogre, I'm like, I just read that word, and because I'm usually playing at 2 a.m., I'm like... Well, uh, what whatever whatever just <laughs> move on
1: <laughs> move on speaking of moving on let's go to question number five yeah which one of these are not alignments you can become within the game a lawful b neutral c chaos or d deviant which one is not an alignment that you can become within the game lawful neutral chaos or deviant
2: it's either chaos or deviant obviously remember Um, you've got
1: 50 50 and also phone my friend available if you wanted to utilize one of those uh lifelines
2: i'll take a i'll take a wee chance on this one okay um i love a wee chance you know that's what they call incontinence but um (laughs) we'll go with um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we'll go with what was what was
1: the last chaos one? chaos or deviant yeah okay we'll go with deviant you're gonna go with deviant all right let's see what the judges say
2: i'm stupid you're smart i was wrong you were right you're the best i'm the worst uh, you're very good looking i'm not attractive
1: you are one hundred percent correct. It is in fact deviant. Thank
2: you, Billy Madison. Um,
1: <laughs> That's a debut yeah. soundbite on the t- the Hunger Games show, right there. I haven't used that one before. Very a, apt I am timing a for a Billy it. Billy
2: Madison aficionado. If you want to do another trivia on Billy Madison, I'm all here for it.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Let's let's make it happen. We're making a new podcast right now. The hungry <laughs> television show. I don't know. We'll naming convention still up in the air. uh, Hungry TV. Oh, Hungry TV. All right, number six. What would happen if Denim Pavel was to die in the game? A, instant game over. B, he returns as pure deviant demonic hellspawn. C, the game instantly combusts and sets your soul and console on fire. Or D, nothing. The revolution cannot be beaten. Um, Well...
2: Uh, Denim's died a few times while I've been playing, and it's always just been like, uh, game over.
1: So you're going to go with A, instant game Uh, over? I mean, it's,
2: so there's a difference between downing and dying, because if you, if you're down, you've got three turns to revive. Uh, but then if you miss the three turns and don't revive, then your character's dead. So, um, I believe, yeah, I believe that did happen to me once on my first playthrough, and it was game over. So I'm going to say game over.
1: All right, let's check out A. Let's see what the judges say for answer A. You win, perfect. <laughs> correct again. You are le- oh. yet to drop a point at the moment, my friend. So instant game over is correct. If yeah, Denim Pavel gets downed and then you do not revive him within three three turns, it's game over, man. So uh, well done. Let's keep this momentum moving into question number seven. Mm. The subtitle, Let Us Cling Together, is a reference to a song by what famous British rock band? Oh. A. Yep. A. The Who. B. Queen. C. The Rolling Stones. Or D. Oasis. It's
2: not Oasis. don't believe it's the who
1: okay so you've ruled out two so you're thinking it's either the stones or queen
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the stones you've got 50
1: 50 in your back pocket still too
2: no because the two answers i'm throwing up are between the who and stones i'm thinking quadrophenia era who you know but then I, I pretty much know every track on that album, so I don't I don't think it's The Who. I'm going to go with The Stones.
1: You're going to go with The Rolling Stones? Yeah. I Final answer? Wrong, We're going to yeah. lock it in?
2: We're going to lock it in. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but it's okay.
1: Okay, let's see. You've been on fine form so far, so even if you drop some points, I wouldn't worry too much. All right. Okay. Let's see what the judges say. <laughs> oh, no. Sadly, it was, in fact, Queen that sung the song well, Let go. Us Cling Together. And it was taken from their album, A Day at the Races. And for a bonus point, name that song or sing me some bars from said song. Oh man, I don't know.
2: Not, not familiar with that album, I'm afraid.
1: I never heard of it until I researched this too. So like, I don't blame you, but I thought, you know, you're, you're a bit of a musical aficionado.
2: I am but that's like a pretty uh, I'm pretty sure they only had a couple of hits on Day of the Races if I'm not mistaken I think they had um, like I Want to Break Free and stuff like that I think yeah. that was on those, that type yeah. of album. But so anyway,
1: I'll give you a hint. It could be way off. The song it's two words and both words start with T I probably wouldn't it wouldn't help me if someone gave me that but who knows maybe you've got that in the, the mind oh. bank somewhere
2: T- Hmm Tartars.
1: <laughs> um, if only No, nah. no. Nah. all right we're going to mulligan on that, that one. one mulligan okay so no no correct answer on that one the song is actually called tio toriate and you uh, I'll, I'll play didn't it it's, know a, that song. it's a six minute track i'm not going to play the whole thing by any means because it goes for a good long time written by brian may nothing on like I had nothing until researching this this uh, this game.
2: Oh that's a good question
1: It's a very long lead in my god I am God it's a very slow jam isn't it? No night yeah. no. if I ever think of you the the same, moon shines, the same wind blows. All right Freddie you had enough you, you you couldn't hook me in the first 45 that song's in the bin
2: well I love I love that voice I, I love that voice very much and I've met Brian May so he probably would hate me if- <laughs> he, he
1: wouldn't he wouldn't care too much he's rolling around in his billions he's yeah. he's Scrooge McDuckin' it over there in the UK somewhere.
2: He's got that biopic money now he's he's sorted
1: yeah him and adam levine are probably playing ping pong somewhere you know living a good <laughs> life all right question number eight which one of the following would you not classify as one of the main overarching class groupings a generic b inhuman c Demihuman. and d dragon
2: Can you say them again for me? Generic is yep. A,
1: B, yep. Inhuman, C, Demi-Human, or D, Dragon.
2: Oh, well, I know I know. Dragon is a grouping. Yep. Um, Demi-Human, I'm pretty sure is a grouping. I'm gonna go, I wanna say generic because grouping would be like human and stuff.
1: Oh, Remember, man. you've still got two lifelines. We could do a 50-50. Mm. How many questions I got left? You've got four. I never really tell anybody this, but you've got four multiple choice questions left, including this one.
2: All right. Then I'll go 50-50.
1: Okay. I'm just going to run this through the supercomputer here. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Okay. So we had generic, inhuman, demi-human, and dragon. Generic and dragon have been removed. So you're left with inhuman or demi-human. Which is the correct answer?
2: gonna go with demi human are you sure no i'm not sure at <laughs> all <laughs> that is a complete guess because i know there's like oh, there's obviously characters in there that are like devils and crap like that so i'm like how is that mm. but then i'm like what is inhuman mean because they have lizard men so i'm like
1: yeah one, one of these could be from a comic book based universe reference
2: Yeah, well, you know me. I don't really do the old comic books too much to it. So maybe. Um... ah, Okay, I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch it. Go inhuman. You're going to go inhuman?
1: Okay. Inhuman is my answer. Locking it in 100%? Yep, 100%. Okay, let's lock in B, inhuman. Oh, you're right. And when Stop. you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right
2: that was a great guess thank you lifeline
1: that was fantastic so you obviously get the one point off that due to the the lifeline but you're still getting points you're still making currency so I wouldn't worry
2: make a bank a win is
1: a win question number nine there are eight key stats used to determine attack slash defense during combat which of these would affect the accuracy of your attacks a strength b dexterity C. Agility, or D, Testosterone?
2: <laughs> the, old, the old Testosterone stat usually gets a workout, let me tell you, you know.
1: Mine's, mine's not very high, sadly. I only cat, last around. Cat says, it's time to go to bed, and I'm like, oh,
2: No! Eat meat! Mmm... Um, Can you run through
1: them again for me? I sure can. So we're talking about which of these would affect the accuracy of your attacks. Strength, dexterity, agility, or testosterone? I'm
2: going to go with agility.
1: You're going to go with agility? Yep. All right. Let's consult with the judges. Flawless victory. You are 110% correct. You are on fire at the moment. Yeah, so obviously agility would impact the accuracy of your attacks, the higher your agility score, obviously the higher chance you are going to land that hit or that spell. Um, so yeah, well done. Well done. Um, I'd love to see testosterone and estrogen and things get referenced in RPGs one time as far as in what could do, but maybe that's a little too close to home for some developers. I don't know.
2: I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. So sometimes you you see those Final Fantasy games, and they got they got they got too much of one. You know, it's just they're either a, a you know a giant fridge, or they're a small, small you know weird looking praying mantis type person.
1: <laughs> so very true, very true. Okay, we're moving into the second last question of the multiple choice. Obviously, you right. still do have the phone, my friend, available. But you could use that in rapid fire as well. So mm-hmm. second last question. What is the maximum level cap of which a player can achieve per class in the game? A 50. B 420 blaze it. C 69. Or D about 350. Uh 50. You're gonna go with 50? Gonna go with 50. Okay. It's a quick, very confident sounding answer. Yep. that is correct, and I can see why. Yeah. You are one hundred percent correct. It is fifty. So, uh, yeah, maximum level score a player can achieve, and that's per class. So you can roll um, three separate classes through your playtime, uh, but they're mm-hmm. capped at fifty. So, yeah, sadly not four twenty blaze at sixty nine or about three fifty. Okay, last question in the rapid. Fo- I mean the multiple choice. Sorry, last yep. question in the multiple choice as it is required on the hungry game show we must look back to the year tactics ogre was released comparing it to its fellow peers from within the film and music industries the year in question we are going with is tied to the psp release of 2011. yeah okay what reigned supreme at the box office and on the billboard charts in 2011. a Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO and Fast Five. B. Grenade by Bruno Mars and Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. C. Forget You by CeeLo Green and Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1, which just rolls off the tongue. Jesus Christ. And D. Rolling in the Deep by Adele and Harry Potter The Deathly Hallows Part 2. Which one of those film and song combinations finished Top of the Pops in 2011?
2: God damn, they all seemed so close together. Um, it really could be any. Uh, I'm going to go
1: with D. You're going to go with D? I'm going to go with D. Okay. Final answer, you locking that in?
2: Yeah, I'm going to lock it in. You okay. know, got, got a lot of faith in Adele. She's never let me down. I mean, I've never had to depend on her, but... Uh... Well, we'll see what happens. Let's see. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive.
1: You are 100% correct. Rolling in the Deep was the number one track of 2011. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO was number two. Grenade by Bruno Mars was number six. Forget You by CeeLo Green was Seven. And on the film side, Fast Five generated $209 million, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, $274 million, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon, $352 million, And Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2, $381 million. So, mate, that is phenomenal. Would you like a score update as we come to the end of multiple choice or do you just want to go in blind and see how you stack up when it's all said and done? I'll leave that up um- to you.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of home wins. Um, let's 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 go in. Let's go in blind. Let's I go mean, in
1: blind. Okay. Ca-
2: came in blind or we'll go out blind. All right? right.
1: Well, a quick little update. Like uh, as far as where the leaderboard currently stands. So we've had ten contestants enter the Hungry Game Show Arena prior to today, and uh, in last place, Salim the Dream is on twenty one points. In eighth place, Andrew Clayton is on twenty seven points. Equal seventh saw Miss Ellie Hart and Jack Cruz on thirty points. In outright six, Subpar Lover is on 30.5 points. In fifth position, John Peck is on 32.5 points. Fourth position, Benny 8-Bit or Benny McJanet or the Spawny 13, 34.5 points. Third place, Matt Tilby on 35 points. Second place, Jamie Penning on 36.5 points. And at the top of the trivia mountain, Dane Peavy on 37 points. So uh, that's that's the current standings. Um, how do you feel you're doing so far?
2: Uh, as long as I beat Sam,
1: that's all I really care about. You would not be surprised <laughs> that every single contestant that comes on this show says that. Um, I think it says a lot about Saleem <laughs> the Dream. As, as long he... as he's the whipping boy for everybody, everybody wins.
2: Was his one, Was his one Tekken? It Please was Tekken me. 7, yeah. Oh, come on, Sam. Yeah. I've never met anyone that knows as much trivia about Tekken as him. So... The... Very surprising. Hey,
1: Reese, I was I was drunk at the time. I forgot we were recording. It's it's okay. (laughs) But you know what? He got above he got above the pass of twenty points. So he got twenty point five. So that's still a pass. So you know he still did okay.
2: Yeah. Well, you know he knows more about Tekken than I do. So yeah, that's saying something, mate. Maybe
1: maybe you're better than him though, because I know I've beaten him. So uh, yeah, you have not. I have beaten him. I beat him at Tekken Tag.
2: Tech and tag. Wow. You know, fighting games are fighting games, I suppose. Yeah.
1: You you get lucky on the occasional button mash. So, uh, yeah. All right. We're just going to do a quick uh, quick little parking of the episode to do a quick ad read. And this 11th episode of The Hungry Game Show is brought to you by our new partners over at Manscaped, the leaders in below the plumber's belt grooming. Want to know how to level up your game and keep your plunger in tip-top shape? Well, listen on. It all starts by picking yourself up the perfect package 3.0 remember that feeling when you first got your hands on the master sword well times that by three and you have a rough idea as how as to how special the products from manscaped are the lawnmower 3.0 would not look out of place in zelda's hands the ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technology keeps you safe in battle and in the bathroom especially the bedroom no nicks and cuts here people The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Some of these liquid tools for your family jewels include the Crop Preserver, a game-changing anti-chafing deodorant for your Pokeballs. Why are you not already putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body, people? Why the bloody hell not? Outside of that, you also get a spray-on ball toner known as the Crop Reviver. This little gem refreshes your jewels, allowing you to level up your balls with the spray-on ball toner and refresher made made especially to give you a little pep in your step. The perfect package also comes with a travel bag, disposable shaving mats, and a set of the comfiest anti-chafing boxes you've ever owned. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 8bit at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Using the code A-T-E-B-I-T. Remember people, nobody likes a dirty controller. So head on over to manscaped.com and use that code 8bit for 20% off and free shipping.
2: Manscaped, finding your extra inch since 2019. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Put it on the board. All right, now we've gotten that out of the way. Let's uh, get into the final soiree of the Hungry Game Show known as the Rapid Fire Round. Remember, you still do have a Phone My Friend Lifeline in the back pocket. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, but it's there if you feel like you need a little bit of support. Uh, So let's get into this Rapid Fire. These are single choice answers. I'm not gonna give you any answers to pick from. This is straight from your memory banks. So let's get it on. What town does Denim Pavel originate from?
2: Whoa, I thought tip of my tongue past,
1: past. Okay, well, we don't do, pa- I'll let you have that because I didn't explain oh. we don't do past, but we can go back to it, it's okay. Oh, my bad, okay. Question number two, what class is unique to Denim? Uh,
0: human. No, that's not, not quite. Right.
1: You got another no. shot. You need to... Oh, man. Five seconds. It's four letters. Dude. (laughs) I wish it was. It's actually Lord. (laughs) And that's the title given by the Order of Falaha to those deemed worthy of carrying the mantle of Valerian rule. Their power is largely a factor of their past achievements. Okay. Hiroshi Minagawa, Yasumi Matsuno, and Akihiko Yoshida, as well as Hitoshi Sakamoto, all worked on a previous game prior to creating Tactics. What was that game? Final Fantasy Tactics. That is correct. Question number four Is Denim older or younger than his sister Katua? Katiwa? Or How do you pronounce that? Katua? Katiwa. Katiwa? Is Katiwa? What I, I, I like that. Mind. Let's go with Katiwa. Is Denim older or younger than Katiwa? Younger. That is correct. What specific stat would affect your failure rate when crafting spell books and, medicinal, uh, and medicinal items? Think of what you'd need to uh, craft things such as spell books and medicinal Knowledge. items. Knowledge. Knowledge. I'm looking for another word that's similar <gasps> to that. I haven't failed, like it's not off this like- yet. It's not uh 5 seconds.
2: Reading good. Um
1: What smart. do you Smart.
2: Smart. I am smart.
1: Sadly that is not correct. It's intelligence. Oh, what's You're close. Knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> what specific party members can play as a ranger?
2: Ah, uh, ranger. None.
1: That's not correct. There's a couple I'm looking
2: for. So like ranger, as in you mean like a, like a, like an archer? Yeah. Oh, right. Archer. Yeah. Um, you want like names or?
1: Yeah. Give me some party members that can play as that. Ah, crap. Okay. One of them starts with A. I'm not going to tell you what the other one starts with, but it's at the other end of the alphabet.
2: Uh, is it Sarah? No, she's a cleric. Is it Sarah? No, no,
1: no. Joyce? No, you got one more shot at this, no. and then I'm marking as a fail.
2: Oh come on! Uh, as a ranger. Well, I said I don't one know.
1: starts with A, and the other one is at the other end of the alphabet.
2: And I'm, I'm tapping out. I got to stop naming my characters. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is I can't. Turbo, <laughs> Turbo Bro One, Curbo Bro Two. <laughs> All right. You got anything for me? Something starting with A? Um, Or something starting with V? With V... Five seconds. Two seconds. Uh, Throw something at me. Vice. That is correct, you bullshit artist. The race known as fairies are aligned to what? what is their alignment the race known as fairies remember we talked about alignments earlier where we had uh we had neutral we had chaos and we had another one known as lawful which are they aligned to lawful that is correct they're a neutral race how many different types of golems are there in the game It's a six or eight. It's six or eight. I was going to say more than one and lower than six. Lower than six. Okay, four. That's correct. Clay, yeah. stone, iron, and boulder. Yeah,
2: what I class... was thinking like dark and earth as well, but never mind. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: No. Not maybe they're in an expansion or something, but they're not in this. Uh, they're not in this trivia game, mate. All right. What class is often seen clad in dragon-like armor? Dragoon. That is correct. It is the dragoon. What is the PSP's version of Let Us Cling Together's current Metacritic score? No. Oh. So that's a score out of 100?
2: Yeah. yeah, 93.
1: Are you going to settle with that? Remember you've no. got a lifeline?
2: Let's say 96. I'll go 96.
1: That is incorrect. It was 87. There you go. And I it actually won PSP Game of the Year for that year. So it should. Let Us Cling Together was the best-selling PSP game in North America for what month? Oh. Mm. Still got a lifeline, remember? We've got about a half a dozen questions to go, though. So you've still got some questions up your sleeve.
2: No one's going to know that. I'm going to say, let's just pick this month. Let's just go with November.
1: you go with November? Final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. It's the, the month of Valentine's Day. We're talking February.
2: Oh, okay. The month Question. I was conceived.
1: Kitty <laughs> up. Kitty up, bride. Question number 12. A mage possessing a ring of the dead, as well as a great deal of magical power, or once, once they did. So, what is a mage possessing a ring of the dead otherwise known as? A necromancer? Is that your final answer?
2: Oh, you really test me with this. No, I don't. Yeah, it's not Necromancer, but that is my final answer.
1: Okay, it's actually the Lich. The Lich. L-I-C-H. Ooh, L-I-C-H. L-I-C-H. Okay, yep. Yeah. Name one of the elements that the winged folk, a.k.a. Eagle Man, a.k.a. the Vartan, utilize in combat.
2: Elements? Elements. Uh Earth? That's
1: incorrect. Spirit.
2: Oh no, divine.
1: That is also incorrect. It's air oh. or lightning they utilize in combat. Oh, All right. God, dang. Next okay. question: Who or what do you fight in the final chamber of the seal battle against Dogalua? Or, do- or Dogalua. Oh. Let's just call is it, it dogs. It's... Dogs. She's she's <laughs> the big bad. Dogs. Or he's what the you... big bad, I should say.
2: Yeah. It's not Zapan. it's not
1: who or what do you fight in the final chamber of the seal battle against dogs uh,
2: is it d who or what uh, it's it's because uh, I haven't finished my second playthrough yet and I can't remember <laughs> um, uh, I'll say d- I say D void but it's not it's not bad, something, or d, de, devoid, or de d one of those two. That's all I got.
1: Okay, you've got your lifeline. You don't want to, don't want to test that theory.
2: <laughs> all right, sure. Let's let's use the lifeline.
1: Okay, so I'll just stop this tense music. Okay. Just uh, we full disclosure, listeners. We're doing something different with the uh the phone, my friend, this week. I usually have it connected to the phone and I dial them in through the phone, but we're going to actually see who's going to pop up on this Zoom call. So oh, uh, right. I've, I've sent the call out to someone to jump in. Uh, they'll be joining us imminently. Oh, and here they are right now. Let's bring him into the call. He's joining. Hello, hello. Screamus, is that you, good man? Hey, hey, how you going? Hey, good man. <laughs> hey. Welcome to the Hungry Game Show. Uh, we're here uh, battling tactics ogre with uh, the main man, Reese Kirby, and uh, he's called you in, you're a lifeline. You're trying to save him and get him back on track. He's had a bit of a rough last couple of rapid fire questions. Uh, So I've got to ask, have you played or have you even heard of this game, Tactics Ogre Let Us Cling Together until right now?
0: Nope, I've never heard of it, unfortunately.
1: That's okay. Dang. That's okay. All we can do is uh, give it a good old college try. Uh, Kerbo, is there anything you wanted to wanted to say to our man Screamers? Obviously, you can find him at Screamers on them socials, just being the baddest mother out there and also one of the kindest. But uh, do you want me to give you the question and we can sort of riff it out from there? How are you guys feeling about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me.
1: Okay, but... we'll, we'll start this off with some more tense music. Yeah. And the question, young man... Who or what do you fight in the final chamber of the SEAL battle against your nemesis or the ultimate big bad known on this podcast now as dogs? Who or what do you fight in the final chamber of the SEAL battle? So this is the final final fight of the game. What do you think or who do you think you're fighting at the end of the game? Screamers, talk it out with Kerbo. Let's see if we can come up with some kind of idea here.
0: That's a real, really tricky one. Like you could be fighting anybody right now. Um, you really could. You could. Um...
2: So I remember there was, there was, a okay. So I remember there was a girl and I think she was a young girl and she had a, a name and it started with L. It was like Lucia or something, but I swear that was it. It was something along those lines. Um, Screamers. You seem like a great guy, but yeah, I feel like you don't have any
0: idea what's going I on. I have no idea. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> That's okay. I'm just glad you're along for the ride, which is known now as a train wreck. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> that, yeah, toot toot, mate. Um,
1: okay, i'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a couple of little breadcrumbs. See if you can follow them to the answer here. Yeah. Um. Think of another word for. Your twin. Another word for twin. I'm looking for another word for twin.
0: Wow, you're not gonna believe this. I'm actually a twin. So I'm trying to think of a word. Are you really? Yeah, I'm really a twin, yeah.
1: I had no idea. God, (laughs) double the scream is fun. I had no idea. Scream us and (laughs) yell us. Scream us and whisper (laughs) us. Okay, think of, here's another hint for you.
2: Doppelganger.
1: Think of that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like that.
1: Yeah. Yep. What would would they call each other, do you think?
2: Like a... Like a a doppelganger. Like a clone? Clone. Hmm.
1: I can say this. One of you have the right answer. All right, I guess... I guess we'll say you both technically kind of have the right answer, Um, but which one do you want to go with? And if you get it right, I'm going to give you an extra, like I'm going to give you the one point minimum regardless, but if you get it right, I'm going to give you another half point. So you've got Doppelganger and you've got clone. Do you want to go with Screamers picking? You want to put it all in his basket? He can pick Doppelganger or clone, or are you going to go with it, Kerbo and live and die off your gut?
2: Well, I just want to say that whatever ending this is, I have not played it. So, because <laughs> there's a couple of endings and there's one that I played the first time and somebody else said, oh, you got that ending? That's, that's really weird. Uh, never played that ending. That ended up being some secret ending. So I haven't finished my second run through. Um,
1: Screamus, where, where would you lean on this one? Would you go doppelganger or would you go clone?
0: I would go more clone. Okay. If my brother used to always say to me, "You're just my clone because I'm the I'm, the, oh, I'm youngest." So, I'll oh. go clone.
1: Technically, that the word pretty much like I think clone and doppelganger uh, means the same thing. I just Pretty much yeah. I'm just going to give you a bonus half point depending on which way you're going to go here.
2: I'm going to go with clone.
1: You're going to go with clone. Yep. All right. Let's uh let's pause this tense music and bring the soundbar uh the soundboard back. So, you're going to go with clone.
0: The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs>
1: no, it's doppelganger. I was looking for. God damn! But I said I'd still give you the full one point. You just missed out on that bonus half a point. So yes, it was doppelganger. Uh, you got the point. We got there in the end. I can't believe you're a clone. You're a, You're a clone. <laughs> a clone. I can't believe you're a twin. I can't
2: believe you're a clone. <laughs> yeah. So, what I was gonna say, what's your twin like? But I
0: guess looks. Well, Pretty much like nothing alike. He's oh, I'm like six two, and he's
1: like five ten or something. Oh so, wow! Yeah. Were you, Were you out of the womb first? Did you steal all the good genes and then sort of just left him with what was what was left? No, that was that was him. He said he oh. got the brains, and I got the the height. Damn. So. I think I'd take the height. It, yeah. it pains me that I'm not over six foot.
2: Yeah, short smart men. Don't know if they get as much as tall dumb men. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Screamers and, and brother screamers can can debate this on a future podcast. I, I'd love to know. But man, thank you so much for stopping on by. Uh, really appreciate you jumping on the hungry game show here to to steer Kerbo to a potential victory. Uh, you helped him get that full one point. Sadly, we missed out on the half point. But man, appreciate you you jumping into the studio here and uh, Thanks, road screamers. testing the Zoomers. Uh, anything you want to say before we we before we cut you out of this the rest of this pod, my man? Now all I'm going to say is thanks for having me. That was uh, fun. I'm so sorry I didn't know any answers. You're
2: right. You did. You got me on the right track, brother. All good. Catch you later,
1: mate. All right. Always on. a pleasure, man. Love you. Okay. Bye. Oh look at that! I can just remove the man from the meeting. Well, there you go. You got the point. And you've got a couple of questions left. You ready to get back to these final three?
2: Because <sighs> we're doing it. Let's do it.
1: There is a way to transfer the skills of a deceased unit in the game using silver obelis to a different living unit. What is that term called? What are vultures known for? It's the only clue I'm giving you.
2: It's alright. I can remember this one. It is like, it's either scavenge or scavenger. So I'm pretty sure it's scavenge, yeah. I'll
1: give you that. Yeah, it's, it's known as scavenging, so that's correct. Okay, we're going back to the first question, which you sneakily passed on. I, might, I like that. might implement that into it. What town does Denim Pavel originate from? Oh, yeah. The town starts with
2: G. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. No, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, five seconds. Two seconds. No. Your correct answer is Goliath, yeah. a small Wallister port town. Yeah. And the trying. last question of yep. this episode of The Hungry Game Show, why did you steal my motherfucking Snickers way back in 2006?
2: <laughs> I, was, I was hungry. It was the middle of the night. I thought I would get some time to buy your new Snickers and put it away. And you would be none the wiser. And then I got caught out,
1: Ca- caught in the Snickers out. trap. <laughs> caught
2: in the Snickers trap, and I've never lived it down.
1: You have not. So full disclosure, listeners, we were we were driving between like Adelaide and Melbourne, sleepy highways uh, between gigs back in the day, and uh, I bought a Snickers at a, at a lowly, sad truck stop, and uh, I was savoring this bad boy. And uh, as we were driving. Um, I heard a little little murmur from the back asking if they could have a bite. And so I got the Snickers out of the glove box, passed it back, didn't think anything of it, kept driving. And then a handful of hours later, I realized, oh, I feel like some of that Snickers now. Asked where it was, and it had evaporated into young Reese Kirby's stomach. And when I asked him why he ate my Snickers, he simply just said, because I got diabetes. He needed it. So, uh, well. Yeah.
2: The well, king say, size too. I'm just, I'm not myself when I'm hungry, and Snickers really satisfies. So really.
1: <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the question part of the Hungry Game show. Would you like to know where you finished up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so after the multiple choice, you were sitting on a score of twenty point five. You were sitting pretty. You only needed. Half a point to equal and one point to get over Salim the Dream in dead last on 21 points. And I can confirm you got above him. But uh, when we're I'm looking at the other end of the totem pole, <laughs> Dane Peavy sitting at the top on 37 points. Uh, let's let you know how you fared by our friends over at Hall of So sadly, you did not ascend to the top of the Trivia Mountain and dethrone Dame Peavy on 37 points. But you finished up with 28.5 points, putting you in 8th place above Salim the Dream Abraham and Andrew Clayton from a couple of NPCs. And just 1.5 points behind Miss Ali Hart and Jack Cruz in equal 7th. So mate, well bloody done. For a game as dense as this, I think you did really, really well. Especially that multiple choice, you came out swinging.
2: I, uh, I exceeded my own expectations. Um, it was definitely a game of two halves, um, but what can I say? I'm always a I'm always let down in the end. Oh
1: come on now! You, you did come home with a little bit of a wet sail, but uh, some of those questions in the rapid fire, they were sort of they were tougher than the multiple choice. I think we can all agree on. But no mate- doubt, you
2: know. That um, that question, that last question, I was thinking, I was thinking so hard. I was like, i'm un- unclogging clogging a Rubik's cube in my brain, and it was just not happening. The synapses <laughs> were not connecting.
1: No firing um, of the synapses, you say, but uh, mate, you, you did well, you passed, you passed with flying colors. Salim, the dream is still in a very distant last place, uh, and I think that's what we all want to see happen here at the Hungry Game show. So well done. You're sitting there, you're not last, you're not second last, you're third last, which is still, I think, a very admirable effort. You know, you're know, you in the top 10 and that's what matters.
2: Top, top 10, hey. Eh? If, I'm, if I'm part of the top 10, then I'm part of the top 10 of something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, this has been The Hungry Game Show episode 11 where we saw Reese Kirby battle Tactics Ogre. Is there anything you want to say before we close down the studio for another fortnight, young sir?
2: Uh, check us out on Turbo Tactics underscore at Instagram and get some conversation going. Tell me about your t- favorite tactics games. Hit me up on Twitter uh, and you know, let's talk tactics.
1: Hell yeah! You need to get back on Twitter. I haven't seen you active on there in a good long time. I feel you're a bit of a shadow lurker, though. I, I feel <laughs> you're probably on there keeping up to date, but you're just sort of just in the shadows with a smoke sort of looking, looking very sultry and very sneaky. To I see fired what's off a doing.
2: tweet to, uh, to Brad who made a, made a comment about how he didn't like once upon a time in Hollywood. And I gave him a, uh, gave him a little brief uh, turbo synopsis on what I believe that movie was about. Mm-hmm. Cause he was sort of saying that it had no plot. And I was saying, man, the movie's about Brad Pitt. It's about Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. He is the, it is an homage to those who serve the main stars and keep them fluffed, uh, and this is definitely categorised by that story the young girl tells with the book about the cowboy that falls off the horse and can't get back up. That's what happens to Brad Pitt. Spoiler alert! At the end, when he gets shot, yeah, and has to take a dive. That's what the movie's about.
1: I think. I think I agree with that. I, I liked the movie. I did like. I didn't think it. Lived up to earlier Tarantino uh, prowess, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it more than some of his more recent uh, entries into into film. But um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. You know, is you can't good. you can't hit gold with every sort of shovel swing. So uh, yeah, Tarantino, you keep doing what you're doing. Kerbo, you keep doing what you're doing. It's been an absolute pleasure to get you here into the studio. Hopefully, uh, it's the first of many little fun collabs here by Dimson the Swoosh, bringing it all back. But uh, man, yeah, find find Reese at TurboKurbo and that's K R B O on the Instagrams, or at Turbo tactics, underscore on them grams. Get that tactics chatter going. Uh, find myself at brendan Eight Bit everywhere, and we are Eight Bit as a collective at We Are Eight Bit. But until next time, Eight Bit Nation, and it's been our pleasure to bring you the Hungry Game Show. May your answers be true.